to the Stress Reduce Fat Loss Podcast, where we teach and mentor you, the health and fitness professional, on how to holistically transform your client's body, health, and life. I'm one of your hosts, Ken Sylvan. Alongside me, you'll hear from Joe Arcos, Sarah Fennell, and Barrett Ozef. Each episode, you'll have a combination of us sharing our 70-plus years of combined knowledge and experience in the health and body transformation industry. Our goal is to help you expand your awareness of holistic transformations and teach you how to get deeper results for your clients. Let's jump into this episode. All right, welcome to the Stress Reduce Fat Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Ken, and I'm here with a very special person with me. How are you? Hey, Ken, how's it going? Great. We have, you know, I haven't seen you in person in how long? Years. Years. It would have been, I was trying to think of the last time I actually came up here and yeah. I worked out with you here. Holy and it was, I think, 2017 or 18. Holy yeah. Crap. That is a long, long time. We've yeah. known each other. Well, we were. You know, oh, we no, were sorry. Together. I was, yeah. And then I came for the transformation mentorship. That's right. That's right. In person. So we've been clients together. We've been clients coached together. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that journey a little bit, and then you end up being student for the mentorship, a great yes. student, I might add. I was, I was hooked. One of our top yeah. students, for sure. And then now your business is doing its thing. Now you have online business and in-person business, both doing well. Yes. Yeah, they're great. So let's talk a little bit. Of, oh, wait a minute. Before I jump ahead, I always jump ahead. We're going to be talking about what today, how to get your clients to break up with restriction minds. Yeah, I'm reading the board if you're looking yeah. at me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> So, <laughs> so we're going to talk about that in a second. But first, let's talk about where you came from, right? kind of your journey. I always like to find out from coaches because coaches out there listening, it is nice to know someone who's gone through the process and has come out the other side. So you've seen it from all three angles as obviously, like I said, being a client, being a student, now being your own entrepreneur. Yeah. So what was it like for you? Let's just kind of recap, you know, kind of why we hopped in uh, as a client and then what you're looking for then. Because I think that'll bring to light the evolution of um, your system, your mindset that we're going to talk about today. Definitely, okay, definitely. So. so I came to you, Ken, uh, first as a client because I was dealing with some burnout from uh, previous bodybuilding competitions mm -hmm. and then also from like late night bartending and, you know, dealing with shift work, you know, partying it up, <laughs> serving my drinks. Um, and I was really having a hard time losing weight and I couldn't, I couldn't, I did, was restricting and I was doing what I did before and like mm -hmm. counting calories and trying to get leaner and just the weight wasn't moving. Um, and you were recommended to me by another bartender. Yeah, yes. Right. Um, oh my God. Like I, Paul. Paul. Yes. So Paul recommended you to me and um, I came in for an assessment in person. That was back in 2016. And we ended up doing um, a lot of like gut protocol. Like it was, it was a real big overhaul essentially for my body. Yeah. Um, but I was eating more than I had been. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really just like my whole body, not just my body transformed, like my mind and like the brain fog that I was having that I don't even think I realized how bad it was yeah. cleared and like gut issues. Um, that was a long time ago. Yes. That yeah. Was a long time ago. All right. So we did that. That went well. And I thought it went yep. pretty well in terms of, you know, how your body changed, how you felt, what you learned, some ahas, I think. Yep. And then, uh, you know, went on your way, did some great stuff, right? Yeah. And then uh, we kind of connected again. Yeah, we connected again. It would have been like 2018. I had done, I was doing like, again, more bartending, but then I was also managing a farm and I was running my mm. own like trailering company for horses. Yeah. And you essentially like, everything just... Everything had leveled up for you busy-wise, busy right? Busy-wise leveled up. And then 
everything I had learned, it just, I needed to learn more. Um, so I ended up having to come back. I kind of reburned myself out, didn't quite learn enough. So came back mm -hmm. and again, learned more about how to, you know, have like sustainable health and wellness um, and weight loss, I guess, is like the byproduct of it uh, to kind of keep myself healthy while I'm living my my lifestyle. Your busy life. Yes. And the cool part, I think, was without going too far into it, is that realizing that our bodies change. Like mm -hmm. we came in and we worked on your system one way. You know, for those of you uh, who know about, you know, stress reduce fat loss practitionership or in the transformation mentorship, we did some carb cycling, we did different stuff. And then the next time we did a the, the, the keyword, you have some great keywords, yeah. by the way, in, in our, in my fitness life, you've created sleep cocaine. You yes. Know, but, but just oh my God, tall, sleep cocaine. You better drink people out there. Don't freak out. Not really that. We don't snort it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what else did you, you called it uh, renegade, renegade boot camp. Yes. You know, for all you know, no carb boot camp. She created the renegade for all you students out there. She's the one that created it. The OG. And then yeah. uh, kind of keto. Right? Yep, kind of keto. Because we did what we figured out was your body liked fats the second time we worked together, mm -hmm. better than the first, but we still need a little bit of carbs in there. Yeah. So we had a, a different framework, and that was a really cool way of figuring out that we have to give the body what it needs. Yeah. And not go, this is what it is. It's got to be that way. Yeah. We kind of morphed it and made it work for you, and it worked fabulous. Yeah. Better than just being keto 100%, we kind of made it kind of keto, and you created that term. Exactly, and I think that's a. it just really shows you have to listen to your clients and listen to, and also your, just your own body about mm -hmm. what it needs. Like, you know, carbs are not totally off the table. You, you don't need to not eat carbs to lose weight. Um, and you kind of, and there's seasons, right? Like, you yes. know, I was going through, like, one thing worked for me one time, but then, you know, it didn't work the next time. So I had to readjust. Right. And we're going to talk about that. It's different seasons of your clients is one of your cool points. We're going to talk about that. So what does that mean? I, I, you said that term to me the other day. We were kind of chatting on the phone mm -hmm. and I love that. I'm going to use it. I will quote <laughs> you obviously because I always give you respect for that. Yes. Whenever I tag <laughs> cocaine, I always tag you on there. But seasons clients go through. Where, where did that come from? I love that for, for coaches out there listening. What does that mean? What does that mean? So like a season is essentially like a kind of like your season of life. We all have busy seasons. We all have like um, seasons where our mindset's just a little bit sh maybe shittier or we have seasons where like shit's just going so well. Like you're, am I allowed to swear on here? Fucking okay. <laughs> like shit's just going so well. Everything's great. And then, you know, and it ebbs and flows. Like life just ebbs and flows just like your work does. Sometimes you're really busy at work and then sometimes you don't have any projects on the go. So mm -hmm. I think it's really important to be able to teach your clients and then to, as yourself to also understand that you're going to have moments mm -hmm. and to give yourself some grace when those moments are a little bit overwhelming and maybe meal prepping is just really fucking hard or getting to the gym is really hard because you are just stretched so thin. Yep. Um, and then you're going to get to a point where, you know, you have the time or you're able to make that time. So making adjustments in the client's yeah. life or the patient's life based on the season they're in is vital. It's so important because if I have like, if I have a client that's like just stretched so thin and she's so discouraged because she cannot get to the gym, she, she can't meal prep, she can't do this. She, they're just going to fall off. Like they're not, they're going to give up. They're going to say, I want to take a break and we don't want breaks. Right? right. So how do we adjust for them to make them feel like they're still winning? I love that. And that, I guess that comes back to having the pulse of your client in, you know, being on the pulse of that client, knowing where they are to understand what season they're in, not yes. just be like, all right, do your stuff, fill out your plan, check in next week, bye. Yeah. You know, like you got to be more connected to that, right? Yeah, checking in all the time with your clients and asking the open-ended questions, right? Like not asking for those yes or no questions, like, mm. you know, asking the whys. Mm. 
That's important. You know, a lot of a lot of yes and no's can really, I think, get people pigeonholed a little bit, and you, you may never get to the, the root of what's going mm-hmm. on if you just answer those. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's talk a little bit about um, you, where things are now. So did the Transformation Mentorship, how has life changed business-wise for you now? What's going on different? You know, no longer, I think... Uh, running the farm anymore not doing that not doing anything like that no no more running the farm so for two years after I took the transformation transformation mentorship I actually stepped into a barn management role where Mm -hmm. I was living on property and managing this like 40 horse barn um and was it was insane especially (laughs) through COVID like it was just it was it was bananas um, that chapter is behind me and I was able to, uh, I grew my business alongside my online, uh, training business alongside running the farm. Wow. And I really did like, I ended up, I found my niche with equestrians, although mm-hmm. no one is off the table because yeah. there's, you know, all of this applies to everyone. Um, but I ended up did, leaving. Did you ever do equestrian? Am I asking a dumb question saying that? Did we, were you ever doing equestrian? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I ride, and, and I was never, like, high-level jumper or anything. I just, I don't have the balls for that shit. Like, mm-hmm. my feet stay on the ground. Um, <laughs> but I do, like, the place I managed was all levels of, like, jumpers and dressage and, yeah. like, riders um, and everything. And I've worked with, like, a few jockeys, like, standard bred with the carts that race behind, like, go behind them. Oh, wow. So I've worked with a few of those. Because I know you're all in there. I've seen you, like... I remember talking once and saying, yeah, I kind of got to eat this. My food's cold. I'm outside. I'm in the barn. I'm doing this. And it's like, what I always found fabulous about you mm-hmm. is making it work. Yeah. As the day flowed, whether it was like super busy, you're eating cold outside, you're in the barn. Well, Ken, I can't do that then because usually I'm mucking or I'm doing that, but I can do it then. And I was like, this lady's just like <laughs> chameleonizing yeah. and getting it to get the job done. And I think somehow that's also transitioned your clients, finding a way to help them. Yes. Whatever needs to be, right? And that's, yeah. I think, one of your superpowers for sure, right? Thank you. And I really do believe that there's, like, you know, not everyone needs to be this Instagram influencer meal prepper with these fancy meals. Like, I will literally just eat, like, a breast of chicken with my hand I've or, like, that. a burger patty that. with my hand because that. that's just how it's going to happen. I like that. I like that yeah. you just... You just Throw the food there, and I'm like, yeah, this is what it is. Today. Yeah. Like a sausage and that, and it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But you're getting it in. You're getting it done, right? Gotta get it done. It doesn't have to look pretty. Like, no one has to... Just don't make eye contact when you're make, eating the sausage. That's, <laughs> just don't make eye contact with anyone. Turn around, look away. <laughs> but just get it in. Like, that's right, that's um, right. And you can that. make it happen. Like, it's just, you know, you do... It takes a little bit of planning, but... Mm-hmm. And I know when we had originally... When I went back to you for that second time around, I remember saying, listen, like, meal prep is almost just about off the table. Like, I, I don't have time to meal prep. I barely have time to grocery shop. So we looked at meal prep companies. Yeah. What does that look like? Like, how can we get these quick meals in? That's right. It's about winning. I think at the yeah. end of the day, when you talk to clients or you're working with them, coaches that they're remembering that it's about them winning. And yeah. whatever that means, that's how we adjust and change things. Mm-hmm. Whether it's getting a meal prep service, finding a... a old man or old lady next door that likes to yes. cook that wants to do it for nothing that just doesn't have kids anymore and they'll come in and cook for you like manifesting that creating it that's the winning yeah. and the winning is a client getting the results absolutely like you know? meeting them where they're at um because you know we forget how easy it is we've been doing it forever mm-hmm. right and it's just and it's almost like a no it's like okay yeah i gotta get back in my bullshit or i gotta yeah. hey, get it together but we're the clients we're working with this is not the norm. Like we forget yeah. that this was hard at one point. Yeah. Um, the stuff that comes easy to us now. So I, I remember that funny story that has nothing to do with nutrition, but I remember <laughs> starting, I've done martial arts my whole night, but never, never did judo or grappling. I was always like Taekwondo, Muay Thai. Like 
that kind of stuff. But then I, I started judo when I was in my late 30s. And I was like, I remember it was hard. Like, it was tough. It was completely different. I loved it. Because the first martial art that when I did it, I felt pumped. Like, I worked out. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. But I remember at some point being so hard, I'd have my bag. And I'd be standing outside in the park going, you know, I should be at home. I should be with the kids. You know, my wife feeds me. Why am I doing this? Uh, I don't want to get hurt because I want to work out. All these excuses. And the door was, like, right there. And I was like, wow, this is what clients go through. Right. You know, when they got to do training or nutrition, or they find excuses why they should back out of it. So I remember playing games with myself and saying, okay, I'm just going to go put the bag on the mat. Yes. And if I can just, after I put on the mat, I can leave. I can do whatever the frick I want. I'm just going to do that, knowing that if I put on the mat, someone would say hi, then I'd go change and I'd be on the mat. And when I'd leave, I'd feel on top of the world for accomplishing it because you're going pretty much to get smashed. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, but like, you, you know, it's on the other side of the door. Right. Yeah. But it worked every time I yeah. played the game, just put on the mat, just go there and winning every day helped me do it. But the point of that is remembering this wasn't easy for me. It was so easy to back out. It was so easy to run away. Yeah. It was so easy to not do it because it wasn't my norm. Yeah. And remembering that for clients, I can see just remember, just reminding me that I think is, is cool for us as coaches to put ourselves in their shoes and go find something new in your life that made you want to run. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I think that's also a reminder to kind of do, like keep doing new things and stay stay feeling uncomfortable because mm. you have to. It's like it's humbling. Yeah. You gotta remember, you know, where everything started and mm-hmm. and what it is to learn something new and to and and I think that transitions too into like I encourage my clients to fail. Yes, that's the next thing we want to talk about. So yeah. talk about that a little bit. When you were talking about the other night, I was like, what? I like that. Explain <laughs> that to me. What does I that want mean? you to fuck up. Yeah. Um. So I encourage my clients to fail because, in my opinion, that's one of the best ways to learn. Mm. I don't want my clients hitting the nail on the head every single time when they're with me and then I send them away and they sh- they just they can't do it or they fall off, you know, the plan because they haven't been able to troubleshoot or work through real life or so what real does that, problems. So what, what does that look like for you? Like, is it like, all right, I want you to gain 20 pounds. What is that? Yeah, that's a little extreme. A little extreme. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, what does that look like? I think I mean more of like, I want them to, you know, if when things come up through the week for them and they're like, I didn't get a chance to meal prep or like the week got away from me. And then we kind of, we then go back and revisit and say, okay, well, why? You know, what was... What, what happened here? So an example, actually, I have a client right now. She's really struggling with time. Like, mm-hmm. she's a busy lady. She's got two jobs. Again, horse girl. She's, like, living on a farm. She's got a daughter. Um, she goes to, like, a pet store for a second job. Really, de- like, really dealing with time issues right now. Yeah. And what's worked is now I've implemented in her check-ins, um, she has to send me, like, her weekly plan, like, her weekly nice. schedule and then we look at, like, for her, she wasn't writing down. She was just kind of going along and then being like, oh, my God, I have, like, today got away from me, today got away from me. I didn't meal prep. I didn't eat. I didn't eat. So now she sends me, like, what her week looks like. And mm-hmm. we say, okay, like, in in the time you have, where are you grocery shopping? In the time you have, where are you meal prepping? Right. Um, when are you getting to bed? Like, I that. bedtime. So... And she loves it. It's really worked for her. And for you to sit there and punch her in the face on food doesn't do anything. No. You mean like, and that's what stress reduce fat loss is for everyone understanding what the mentorship is about. We teach students stress reduce fat loss, which is finding solutions to different stressors. And a stressor yes. could be time. Yes. You know, time, balancing time constraints. And you found that solution. I think that is how, I think that's how you keep clients happy and yes. keep them winning, right? That's Absolutely. A, oh, I love that. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So let's go into, because I liked a lot of the premises, looking at your page and kind of following you along, you know, as I, as I always like your stuff, yeah. I like your reels, I like all your stuff. And one of the best things you said was um, give structure, but try not to make it too specific. When we talked about meal planning, 
talk a little bit about that for coaches out there, how you do it, why you do it. Let's talk about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so I don't give straight up meal plans. I give like a guideline and I will do, especially if it's a client, like say I like the Renegade, right? Where I'm, yeah. I want to encourage them to maybe have carbs in the evening, start their days with protein and fats. Mm-hmm. So I will kind of do like a create your own adventure. So I'll give them a, a kind of a write-up that says, mm-hmm. you know, meal one, fats and proteins, uh, meal two, or snack, uh, you know, uh, fat and some more protein, and then lunch, this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And then that way, and then I give them a list of, like, all these different proteins that they can choose from, right. um, fats they can choose from. And I also, I like to use the hand portion guide. Okay. A lot of my clients are not macro clients, um, so we do more hand portion portions. What's hand, and, for people who are like, oh, I don't know what yeah. that is, so we don't think we're... So hand portion is like a way, so you've got like a full palm sized, I believe Precision Nutrition came up with it, or it is like, it's been around for a little bit, but essentially like a full palm size. We can strike that from the comments. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm totally, totally (laughs) kidding. Precision Nutrition, I love you guys and gals. They said nothing but love. Just just kidding, just kidding. Um, But it's a way of essentially measuring your food without weighing it. Okay. So that way. A lot of people, that's helpful. It's helpful. get into the whole scale thing and all that stuff. And that can be kind of triggering for people. It's like almost like overwhelming. Like they're like, no, I can't. It's too much. Um, and if you're somewhere else, you don't have to carry scale yep. and get obsessive and all those other things. Out right? for so. dinner, all that stuff. Uh, so I use I use that method. Um, and then clients that do want to track uh, can track as well. Okay. And okay. then, yeah, they get, like, suggestions on protein. They you get suggestions it. on carbs. On those things. Um, and they can plug and play. Yeah. And it allows them to, I guess, have some autonomy, have some yes. control, you yeah. know, and, and, and not feel like, okay, I'm on, yeah. I, I didn't get peaches at two o'clock because this grocery store sold out. Now I'm going to go run off the road yes. because I can't find peaches. Right? I can't find, she said I had to have peaches and I didn't get them. And I feel like it actually creates more stress when I'm like, I put something specific and like, they didn't have it. And, and I, I don't know what else to do. So it's or like, they okay. message you 40 yeah. times. You didn't answer. And they self-destruct. Yes. Like, I was trying to get yeah. in touch with you for peaches. Yeah. Like, you they know, didn't what? have this. They had this. I didn't know what to get. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's true. It, 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 and it, we're, we're making light of it. And, and yes. if there is a client that's listening, we are not making fun of clients. But that is a real thing, right? It's a yeah. real thing for a lot of clients. Or they'll just they'll just like, I don't know what to do. So I yeah. didn't eat. You short circuit. And I have been there. And I know it because I've been there. Where it's like, I just, it's not working. What do I, I just, and then your brain's just like, no, we can't work through this. Um, <laughs> so then this way, like if chicken thighs are on sale, we buy chicken thighs. If sausages are on sale, we buy sausages. Um, or if if you forgot to go grocery shopping and you have what in the, in the freezer, you mm. use that. I think that builds... A calm with clients around mm-hmm. food. And I think the more I'm learning and going is understanding clients feeling good about food, having great relationships, and not if you have high cortisol when it comes to food, mm-hmm. eliminating that is one of the best ways also to see results. Because yes. a lot of people around food and planning, it's stressful, right? Yeah. Whether it's from guilt, whether it's from other stuff, whether it's just from habits. So I think that's a nice way to get clients to feel like, you know what? I'm pretty chill. Unless you are that client who's like, if you don't give me structure, my mind yes. goes crazy. It stresses me out thinking. But beyond them, I think 99% of people yeah. like that kind of lifestyle. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And I mean, like when I do have a gut-specific client um, and there are certain things that they cannot eat or I have them on maybe like a low food map or a SIBO mm. protocol, then I will, like, there are certain things that I probably need them to eat at certain times mm. or, um, but that is also like, that's a very specific client. Right. And just for those of you out there, she said the word FODMAP. Can you just oh. kind of just quickly say what that is? Just so people are like, like just what it refers to a little bit. So people are like, what'd you say? Like, yeah. Oh. It's basically foods that are like low fermentation in your gut. So, mm. uh, they do not cause like an overgrowth of bacteria, which is, ends up happening with, um, like small intestinal bacteria. Overgrowth. Right. So people who eat like garlic so and onions, yeah. those things can be like FODMAP issue foods. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's a great thing because you know, a lot of clients may have those issues and that it's mm-hmm. helpful to kind of stay within those guidelines. So, 
Uh, number two, weekend restrictions. Yes. Not great. So how do we, how do we work on you know like letting people relax on the weekends but not blowing the doors off? How did you manage to do? How do you manage to do that? So, so I encourage like just kind of like your foundational um, non negotiables for the mm-hmm. weekends, which would be prioritizing protein, prioritizing uh-huh. movement, and prioritizing hydration. Well, say that well, again. I like that. What? Let's go back to that. <laughs> so you still give some great guidelines, and those are pretty foundational. Like because. I think having the protein does what? What is what is the protein? It's going to help with our insulin. It's going to help with their cravings. Insulin it's help cravings, with... fullness, like hunger cues. If you if you're if you're hitting your protein goals, you're not going to be super snacky because yeah. hitting protein goals is definitely like it's up there. Yeah, and I mean, the sure. like, clients don't have to hit them exactly, but if they're prioritizing it then that means that they're hitting it before they hit a snack, essentially. I like that. Now, you said hydrate next, so always yes. having water. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, water. But water's important Seriously, for a lot of things, yeah. right? So what are some things that clients will see if, they, if they're having water enough during the day? What, may they, what might they see rather than if they're missing water? What are some things that you see them, like, recognizing? Um, more energy, less brain fog, and then less hunger and less cravings as well. Like, mm-hmm. we, I think we underestimate water. Um, yes. so I always have them put, like Kenna's always has taught me <laughs> pink salt in the water, a little bit of pink salt in the water, extra hydration, absorption. Yeah, that's great. No, it's true. You know what? We definitely, that's a, that's a whole nother podcast to talk yeah. about just water. <laughs> I think that is a, a huge, a yeah. huge fundamental. And last when you have movement, right? Movement. Yeah. So what does that mean? Like, Hey, I'm just, you know, do a little bit of, a little bit of movement here. I'm going to stretch or, or I'm vacuuming or what is movement considered for you? Like what, what is it? So movement for me would be, um, I do encourage my clients to get out for at least like two 15 minute walks okay, or like, like minimum, um, get outside, get the sun on your skin. Nice. Uh, if that's not possible, you know, doing things around the house, getting up, walking around, um, just being conscious that you're not potatoing on the couch. Okay. Um, I'm all for rest, but I think a little bit of active rest is really important as well. Yeah, yeah. Low impact. And for movement, Again, why did you choose movement as one of those things that you wanted to have? What's why, What's one of the things, like, if they do movement, they'll get this for coaches that are listening. They're like, well, what, what? Well, we all know it lowers insulin as yeah. well, especially, like, a nice early morning walk helps lower insulin. Mm-hmm. Starts the day off right uh, or after meals mm-hmm. helps with, like, controlling blood sugar. Yeah. Um, and those right there. Yeah, like, bang, that, bang, that, that right there. <laughs> no like, more. <laughs> right? I, I, you know, I don't like yeah. quoting studies because I don't want to get into the whole studies thing, but I, I did hear a study multiple times uh, by some great practitioners out there saying, mm-hmm. you know, one of the biggest things we always talk about is cholesterol and cardiovascular health, mm-hmm. but they're really, and I learned this from Charles Poliquin, late Charles Poliquin many years ago, is that metabolic health uh, is more important. So like how you're managing insulin, you know, diabetes, those are the biggest killers yeah. out there, um, not our cholesterol, but we're not going to get into that yeah. podcast <laughs> because it's a whole different thing. And we need to have, you need to be here when I have carnivore MD and liver right? king on here. Cause right? I want to have liver king on here because <laughs> I love those guys. And we can talk about that another time. That's an invitation if you're listening. Uh, but anyway, so back to that. Yeah. So movement, movement. Is, <laughs> is important, right? Spiral. Spiral. Just spiral. That's right. He was right nuts yeah. there. That All right. Helpful. Next we talked about, I love this next point and it's the, the percentages, the 70, 30. Yes. Talk about that, the percentages and moving them around and, what is that? What, yeah. what, I love that. I think it goes back into like the seasons as well. It's like, um, and same with the weekends. So you can kind of take more of, instead of being like, I went off the rails and I completely blew it. You could kind of just be a little bit more, you know, maybe I took a bit more of a 70, 30 percentage like approach. So we all talk about the 80, 20 rule, right? Where 80, 80% like, you know, clean, mm. I clean in quotations. Mm. Um, and then 20%, you know, uh, you know, 
free and yeah. a little bit more if you want like your little snacks or your treats. Yeah. Um, but if you kind of look at it more saying, okay, well, I was... I was okay. Like, I, I hit these, but then I maybe I had a dinner out and I had some drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, so when looking at it a little bit more realistically without kind of feeling like you're you're spiraling and you have no idea yeah. what really happened. And I, I find that it's almost, I can almost picture the verbiage there and in saying, instead of some clients, and I always try to coach them not saying, I was bad. I'm like, yeah. oh, we're never bad. We're never good. Food's never bad, never good. There's different challenges, different yeah. choices. But I could imagine a client saying, instead of saying, I was bad this weekend, yeah, this weekend, man, I was 70-30. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm, I'm ready to get back on to 80-20 or this is where I think it can be. Yeah. I'm going to be 80-20 for the next five days to kind of get things back on track. It's a completely different emotional mm-hmm. mindset than saying, I was bad this weekend or yeah. I was good this weekend, right? And I hate those words, like, because it just, it's really just saying that this is bad food and this is good food. And there's really no, there's, there isn't any bad or good food. It's just, it's all about like how often you're eating it. Like, mm. you know, if, if you're having it a little bit, uh, on the, on the weekend, And how your body responds to it, right? right? Like, like I have, I've had clients who broccoli made them look three months yeah. pregnant and broccoli is supposed to be a good, good food. food. Yeah. But if they're destroyed by it, and once we eliminated broccoli, they were flat abs, felt good. Cycles periods were normal. Mm-hmm. Skin was good. Hair wasn't falling out. So it's like, yeah. you know, how do you call foods good or bad? Right. So that's a great way. I like yeah. that percentage. Did you start doing that first and then did it with clients? Was it something you thought up with your clients? Like, how, how did you start kind of like playing with that word, the it's verbiage? It's something I noticed I was doing, and then I started kind of bringing it into my clients. So I was like, I was starting to get away. I was trying to figure out how I was kind of mindset shifting. I, it, came, it came about for me when I was coming off of a vacation. And it was like, I was like, oh, like, I'm just going to transition more into like an 80-20 now. Instead of on vacation, I was more of like... 60 40 i like that so i love that terminology it took the stress out of it yeah. and i was like okay instead even, of being like i gotta start all over again on monday yeah even the way you say it i was in a 73 i'm an 80 40 it just it just it i blows. have no emotional con- i have yes. no emotional connection to it so i say it very freely and i feel nothing yeah. inside from it that is i think that i'm gonna start using that <laughs> do it give yeah. me the manual for the next tm <laughs> and i'm gonna quote this amazing woman here as the founder of it all right last one we talked about breaking the day into quarters yes Let's another gem. Let's mm-hmm. talk. What what is that about? So I think this one's really good for weekends, but also for the weeks as well. Um, you know, especially if you have clients that weekends they have dinners or family events. We've, we're getting into the holidays, and this mm. is a very stressful time for a lot of your clients, um, and maybe even for you as well. Mm. Uh, so breaking your day into quarters and being like, okay, so my last quarter I have a holiday party, but that doesn't mean that the my first three quarters of the day have to be out the window. So did I hit my protein? Did I hit my hydration? Have I moved? You know, and if you've kind of done that in your first couple quarters, you know, go enjoy yourself. It doesn't like, mean that it doesn't, it makes yeah. the day not a write-off. Cause a lot of people say, yeah, it's a write-off. It's a shit show today. Yeah. And they make today one, a horrible yeah. day when it's really that. Just one having, meal. Yeah. And so I think for you, this, if I understand this correctly, the mindset is when you really kind of quantify or put that in little pieces, yeah. If someone has something in the middle of the day, it still allows them to feel successful on the other parts of the day. Yes, yeah. I like that. So they're yeah. walking through, yeah, mid-quarter, I kind of, you know, effed around a little yeah. bit. But you know what? I'm, I'm on it for the other three. So three quarters are good. One's a little bit off. Who cares? It's a great day. It's a win right? versus, yeah. I did a shitty day today. What did you do? Well, I had a Mars bar at 2 o'clock. Yeah. And then the whole day the is whole washed day is and then they feel horrible. It's like, it's not, right? So I, Or we have the client that will throw it. At, like They're like, they have one bad meal and they throw it all out the window. Like, they you watch have, the other three quarters. Yeah, I had brunch, and then, well, 
day shot. I'm going to go binge on this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. So and let's just, hey, keep it to that quarter and then go, go get back on it. That is a great way for coaches to talk to their clients and teach them that verbiage, that, that mm-hmm. mindset, because it helps clients be successful long after we are done coaching yes. them. I think that's the thing, Big right? Big takeaways. That means great referrals back to you because people are still getting great results a year from now, as opposed to saying, ah, things aren't going great. I keep coming back. You know, like that's a great, I, I love that. Where'd you get that? Where'd you get the quarters thing from? That, that one, from? I think I, I heard like someone talk about that and then... I was like, that's a really good way to look at it. And I can't, I can't, I wish I could credit them. Cause I remember just kind of hearing about it and I was like, yeah, that actually, that's great. We're yeah. crediting you. Yeah. Whoever you are whoever there, had sorry. this, whoever came up with it, I'm sorry. Call in if you've done it yeah. and we'll, we'll give you the credit. Yeah. But right now we're crediting <laughs> Whitney. As the I love that. Those are some, you know, coaches listening. Those are some, I've learned a lot today. Those are some great points that I want to start doing with clients and using that I haven't been. I'm like, that is so amazing. So I, I like that. I like how things are going with that. Um, mm-hmm. Now we did talk about, Let's say we're doing these things and clients are like, you know, maybe they're doing it too much mm-hmm. maybe they're, or they're, their body's not moving the way they want now. Now, how do we work with that? Like, how do we work with it? Because there are coaches are going to say, yeah, I could do that, but my client's not going to get anywhere. Like, what are I going to say? Like, give us an example. I said, if that happens, what do we do? What are some things to focus on? Yeah. So I think that's a really good thing to remember is like, you got to treat each client individually and some may take it to the extreme, right? Kind of mm-hmm. take the carrot and go for it. Um, 90-10. So 90-10. Like, you know, if it's happening too frequently, that's when you check back in with them and you re- revisit goals. You ask them if their goals have changed. Um, and it's also making sure that you've had that conversation with your client at the beginning about what their expectations are. Mm-hmm. So setting expectations because in when it comes down to it, like certain we all know like to get abs, like it takes a certain level of restriction and effort um, that maybe someone is willing to put in. So looking at your client and then their goals and saying, what is actually reasonable? And like, we can get to here, but this is actually how long it's gonna take and these are what you have to do. So setting like setting goals um, and then doing like, I think has, uh, if everyone's kind of gone through like, there's like the outcome goals and then the process goals. Mm-hmm. So like the, the goals you have to hit to hit that end goal essentially so what mm-hmm. it's going to take to get there right so going through with your clients and really um getting clear on on what they actually want I and like the that. effort they're willing to put in because that's important and um, then, then they end up they end up not being somewhere that they're like weird about yeah you can say okay i know it takes this to get here yeah. um i still want to have that flexible lifestyle so i know i'm gonna have to give a little bit maybe over here or if i know i want to get a little bit tighter i'm you may say well you may need to watch some things, exchange some food, do some things over there. Are you okay with that? Yes, Mm -hmm. I am. And then kind of move forward. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of communication and always checking in with your client. Like I check in with my clients through the week. Um, and then always, and asking again, those open-ended questions, the whys, like the five whys, Mm -hmm. you know, getting deeper into their actual why, like why they actually want to hit that goal, um, breaking that down. You know what? That's I think that was kind of like a a wrap for that. That was bang on. I love this episode (laughs) because I think for coaches to walk forward and start having better tools mm-hmm. to keep clients happy, you're getting clients better results. Yeah. And that's, at the end of the day, that's why we're in this, right? Is to find better ways for clients to live. Exactly. Not to impose our, our domination on them and to make them feel like garbage for, for not doing what we think they should be doing. Definitely. You've got to meet them where they're at and help them win. So that was awesome. So if people want to find you and want to like reach out to you, whether for your services or you know, I just want to ask just you questions. Chat, or co- yeah. or coaches want, or clients are listening and you want to reach out to Whitney or coach. Like, yeah, how do I find out more about your thought process? 
how do they find you? Where, where do they? Where, where's the best place? Yeah, so you can reach me on my Instagram, which is underscore uh, wellness with wit on Instagram. Um, I'll and put I, that in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. That'll be linked as well. Um, yeah, you can find. Just feel free to like slide in the DMs, reach out. Leave me a comment. You have some hilarious um, reels and stuff. So <laughs> I like I like the realism of your stories. Yeah. Check her stories in her reels. She has some really good, straightforward, especially going into Fridays, coming out Mondays. Yep. I always watch that stuff, and I've learned a lot, and I love it. I think they're good. Oh, so glad. My dear, it's been Thanks a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yes. It's been long enough, right? Yeah. I said I was going to come up to Guelph like nine years ago. And I, I know. 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 And you're like, I'm driving through Guelph. I know. I'm driving through right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hi. Bye. But I am going to have you back yeah. on the show more because I think there's this is just a fraction of what we it's spoke about. Like, I think there's so much stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right, well. That's great. Everyone out there, I said uh, coaching to success is a, one of the definitely one of the units we have um, in the Transformation Mentorship. Um, so if you want to understand more about that, you can always visit www.transformationmentorship.ca to find out more about our next cohort where we teach you all things, how to coach clients, how to get holistic transformations, everything to be successful as a stress-reduced fat loss practitioner. Our next one's in February. So check that out. And until next time, I'm Ken. This is Whitney. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us here on this episode today. Let's hang out over on Instagram at Transformation Mentorship. And better yet, take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to stories, tag us, and let us know what you loved about the episode. We'll see you next time.